Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. What are you drinking? Fred Chardonnay, Katie McUltra, Vinny and Amy, 105.7 The Fan. It's all request Thursday. Pick the songs, 410-583-1057. Send your request plus for text line. Get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. We'll let you know who that is coming up. In about 45 minutes or so, it's Vinny and Haiti. Bob Haiti, Vinny's off today. Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass. Oriole season is over. Michael Elias, Brandon Hyde met with the media today. Here to talk about that and the glorious regular season that it was. On the WGK Law Guest Hotline from the Baltimore Sun, let's welcome back Nathan Ruiz. Nathan, what's happening? Hey, how's it going? It's going all right. Before we get to uh, what Hyde and Elias talked about today, the playoff narrative and Brandon Hyde even talked about it after the elimination on Tuesday night. Well, the break maybe isn't what we wanted. You got to bang up guys. Orioles get swept, you know, Hey, Brandon Hyde seemed to be the only guy speaking out against it. It's a young Orioles team ran into a buzzsaw Dodgers lose. And then all of a sudden things need to be changed. Is there anything because we were trying to figure it out, and I'm not that smart, so I was coming up with some sort of solution. How do you make the playoffs, air quotes, fair for the teams that win their division but yet don't want to have that time off? Yeah, it's, it's a tough question. I mean, Brandon Hyde, even before the Orioles got swept, he was expressing his concerns with this format. He said, you know, we need some time off, but five days is a lot. Like, he he knew going into the end of the regular season that this was something that, that wasn't ideal for them. And obviously – uh, you know, no one used it as an excuse. Basically, anytime it was brought up, you know, whatever player or if you asked Hyde about it, they, they were all very clear. You know, this isn't the excuse. This isn't why we lost. But it, it obviously is something. I, I mean, you look at the Astros, though. They were the number one seed in the American League last year and won the World Series. Uh, they reached the ALCS. They had those same five days off that the Orioles did. So uh, I don't think you can pinpoint it exactly as like that's the reason why these teams are losing. Uh, I do think that there are, you know, some options, some formats, you know, people who are in uh, much higher ranking positions than I am, are, I'm sure, exploring those formats now because I'm sure Major League Baseball doesn't want this narrative out there that its, its top teams are being put at a disadvantage. I do think, you know, you know, one possible solution would be to make it a little higher, harder on those wildcard teams, you know, maybe have them play a, a doubleheader or something like put them in a situation where they are clearly going into the ALDS on a disadvantage and obviously having to reach, I don't think there's any team that wouldn't take a buy of the wild card round. Like that's, that's not a problem at all. I think that's the situation you want, but I do think, uh, and obviously the Rangers were at a, a slight disadvantage in terms of how they were lining up their rotation, but 
other than that, you know, they got to play for a couple of days. The Orioles had spring training-esque workouts at Camden Yards. Like, it's a different situation, but uh, I don't think it's why the Orioles lost. I think they just got beat. And I was just going to ask you that question. Over three games against Texas, my opinion, they should have won the opener. But the next two, they got thumped. And it's kind of what it is. But did you have any issues with the rots, the way the, put, the roster was put together? And now we're going to, you know, hindsight, should Dane, Dean Kramer have been the game three starter over Gibson? Yeah, I think it's really easy to evaluate these things in hindsight. Like, I think they were at a clear disadvantage with the the John Means injury situation. You look at him, if he's healthy, then either Kramer or Gibson is definitively in the bullpen. Maybe John Means is in the bullpen. We don't know exactly how the Orioles would have lined things up. But either way, you look at that game, too. Like, I I don't think they made a mistake in starting Kyle Bradish in game one and Grayson Rodriguez in game two. I know there are some people out there who are questioning that, but those two guys were excellent in the second half ranked first and third in the American league in ERA in the second half. The only guy between them is the guy who's going to win the Cy Young Garrett Cole. So sending those two guys out in game one, games one and two made perfect sense. But the issue is, is that when, you know, they're down early in that, that, that second game is five, two going to the third inning. They didn't have a true long reliever available in their bullpen. Obviously Jack Flaherty is down there, but since he got moved to the bullpen, he pitched three innings across two weeks. He wasn't exactly a guy who was stretched out. So in losing John means, you know, you're suddenly forced to have, all four of your available starters in the rotation rather than being available out of the bullpen. Obviously we eventually see Kyle Gibson out of the bullpen, but that was kind of a too little too late. Uh, obviously Dean, uh, given what's going on in, in Israel, his, uh, you know, country he has citizenship in country he has family in uh, who, who can say anything you don't, I don't think that's something anyone wants to speculate on how that might've affected him. He did say the day before it was something that would be on his, you know, be in the back of his head. Uh, but, you know, he just made some bad pitches, and the Rangers are a really good team that capitalize on mistakes. You know, they were the best offense in the American League. And so uh, I, I think it's really easy in hindsight, like you said, to t- kind of just, like, nitpick these things. But they got beat. They they lost three games. They didn't – they won 101 games in the regular season. You look at game one, it was kind of a very similar formula to everything they did in the regular season. They won a lot of games with that exact same methodology, and, and it just didn't happen. You know, I don't think they got a ton of breaks. In the series, and that's not to say they had bad luck or misfortune. They just, you know, sometimes the ball bounces a certain way, and it didn't bounce their direction in that series. Nathan Ruiz covers the Orioles for the Baltimore Sun. Joining us here on The Fan, Bob Haney with you on this Total Request Thursday. We'll start with Mike Elias. When he spoke, did he say anything that may have surprised you in regards to the offseason? I know he mentioned that he and Hyde are coming back next year, which actually would have been stunning news if he said they weren't. But anything surprising in regards to their end-of-season press conference today? No, no, I think it was kind of a, a, a standard Michael Elias affair. He's very measured. He's very well-spoken. Um, I don't think, you know, he doesn't want to reveal anything publicly, uh, whether it comes to internal moves, internal thinkings, or things they want to do in the offseason. I do think it, you know, I think they do have some concepts in mind, some players that they are maybe loosely circling, but you, there's no guarantee that those players necessarily make it to free agency. Those teams could always sign those players to an extension before they even make it out there. So I don't think you want to build your whole offseason plan about, signing such and such only for them to not even end up there. So I, I think that there are concepts in mind. I think there are things they're looking for, but um, you know, he, he just really, he, he set it up front that he was going to be a little boring about how he said things. He wasn't necessarily going to, I think he joked about plating the fifth a couple of times. Like he just didn't have a whole lot to say. He, it doesn't benefit him to get into specifics. Um, he wasn't, you know, he, I asked him directly, like, do you do, should fans expect this team to have a higher payroll next season? And he just said, it's day one of the off season. And so, I think it'd be tough for them not to have a higher payroll. They have a ton of arbitration eligible players, but they also do have, um, you know, relative to their start of season payroll last year, they had Michael Gibbons, 
uh, Adam Frazier and Kyle Gibson coming off the books. That's, you know, more than $20 million. Haven't quite sat down and done the math yet, but, you know, Brandon Hyde said he expects more veterans to come in. And obviously, you know, that's the hope that the Orioles do make some additions here. I do think that the way the roster is set up, it probably is more likely we see another, you know, supplements over superstars off season. And it, it worked. The approach worked in the regular season. It got them 101 wins. And um, I think that is in a lot of ways validating to their approach, but and it'll be interesting to see kind of how they weigh, uh, those last three games of the season and how they make decisions this winter. Nathan, for people that didn't hear what Michael Elias had to say, did he address the prospects that are down in Norfolk and Bowie, et cetera, et cetera, possibly being used as trade commodities here? Uh, yeah, that specific topic didn't necessarily come up. Obviously it is part of his calculations um, that, that I guess the concept was brought up loosely at one point, but he's, he's managing a lot of things. I think they're trying to, you know, he has a lot of, thoughts swirling in his head is how he put it. I think when you have a, a roster, an organization like the Orioles do, they have a lot of flexibility. Like they, you know, he, he didn't want to commit to payroll going up, but they obviously have some financial flexibility. Uh, they have the prospect depth uh, going into the next, this next season to make a move for any player they wanted to trade for. The same was true last winter. And we saw them trade for James McCann and Cole Irvin. And then at the deadline, have a relatively quiet deadline and acquiring Jack Flaherty and Shintaro Fujinami. So it's not as if, um, they've capitalized on that. Now each of those players is another year in their career, have another year of data points. They have, you know, they're another year closer to being rule five eligible. Uh, the Orioles don't have a ton of prospects of, of significant note who are rule five eligible. So that they're not, their, their hand isn't necessarily forced on like, we got to move some of these guys out to clear some roster space, but uh, I'm sure all those things are going to be kind of sorted out. He did say Jackson holiday will be in major league spring training, which I don't think surprises anyone. He was there last year. He's a top prospect in baseball. It shouldn't surprise anyone if he ends up on this team's opening day roster next season, just given the benefits of them doing that. They're going to get it with Gunnar Henderson. They're going to get a bonus draft pick because Gunnar Henderson was on their roster all season uh, when he wins rookie of the year, and they can hope for a repeat with Jackson Holiday. And so I, I don't think that, you know, this team has plans in place. I do think that the way they've operated to this point is very similar to how they'll operate going forward. Um, you know, I think until you see them make a big, splashy move, I think the operating assumption is just that they aren't going to do that. Uh, but that can change in, in one trade or one signing. All right, Nathan, last thing for you. It's 105.7 The Fan. Bob Hattie and Nathan Ruiz talking about the Orioles. We're talking about D.L. Hall in May and what his role would be like, whatever, he's in Florida right now. Has anyone, or how much, should I say, has he reestablished himself, D.L. Hall, as a major part of this organization? Yeah, absolutely. You know, Brandon Hyde said it today that whether he's a starter or a reliever, he's going to be a big part of this 2024 team. And like you mentioned, given where he spent most of the year down in Sarasota, quote unquote, deloading and trying to get his velocity back, it's obviously great news. Now, that, that said, he's expected to be part, a big part of this year's team throughout this season, only to get hurt in spring training or right before spring training and kind of go through that process of needing to recapture that velocity. So, uh, you know, his health, as with any player, is going to be a part of that conversation. But he pitched excellently in his two playoff appearances. He has a ton of value as a left-handed pitcher who throws pretty hard and has the ability to get out right-handers and left-handers. Uh, obviously, I think when you have the kind of pitch mix he does, he has four excellent pitches that, you know, you'd love to see him be a starter. But also, he thrived as a reliever. I think Tyler Wells is in kind of a similar conversation where he did really well as a reliever. He was almost an all-star in the first half of the season. So they definitely have some, some decisions to make with those two guys. But I, I think, you know, with DL specifically, he really showed what he's capable of and uh, I, you know, the hope is that he'll be able to do it again next season. Nathan Ruiz covers the Orioles and obviously Major League Baseball for the Baltimore Sun. Nathan, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy your air quotes off time and we'll catch up with you soon. 
Yeah, sounds good. I hope to get some off time for sure. But we'll, we'll see what the Orioles do and how that all works out. All right, man. Thanks. Have a good weekend. Yeah, I appreciate it. You too. Nathan Ruiz, everybody. We'll come back, give you the schedule. NFL Week 6, which starts tonight. Kansas City hosting Denver, a game you can hear. 105.7 The Fan. And then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, joins us for some NFL lunch here on this Total Request Thursday. Bob Haney, Nolan McGraw, get your votes in for featured artists. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time let's go visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders offer valid for a limited time ten dollar minimum per order additional terms apply why why if you have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users Why? why Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Friday. You can pick your friend. Did we just become best friends? Yep. You can pick your nose. But there was no pig. There was no pig. But only Vinny and Haney can pick games. Football Pick'em, 1057 The Fan. Week 6, NFL season starts tonight. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Bob Haney with you. Vinny's off today. Got Nolan McGraw. Other side of the glass, it's the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Denver Broncos. And uh, Nolan, are things insurmountable in regards to uh, pick standings? Because I believe you said earlier this week, Tuesday to be exact, after I was wrong again, taking Green Bay, I'm already 10 games out of first, and we're not even at the midway point of the season. Right. Well, you were 10 games back a couple weeks ago. I think got under 10 for a little bit. Now you're, yeah, Vinny's at uh, 67. Correct. You're at 57. I'm at 65. All right. Well, it's Kansas City hosting Denver. It looks like Travis Kelsey will play dealing with the ankle. Over, under on Taylor Swift references, if she's even there. Yeah, I mean, if he's not playing, I don't think she would be there. Right. No. How stale has that become, by the way? Uh, Became stale almost instantly. I would say as soon as it started. I don't get the the pop, pop culture, how people become fast. It's like sheep. I get she's a big star and sells millions of records, but full disclosure, I've never spent a dime on Taylor Swift. I don't dislike her. I don't love her. I'm indifferent 
towards her. Well, you're not the target demo. No. You mean 58-year-old guys? Right. Well, hey, Mark, Mark, uh, Mike Harmon. Well, he's a Swifty. Yeah. Well, he's got young daughters. Sure. My kid's 26 years old. She was like, if this was the Hannah Montana era, I'd be living that. Jonas Brothers, when they first burst onto the scene. Oh, I lived that. But that was 15 years ago. Well, you see the ratings. Longer uh, than that, actually. The ratings boost that these networks are getting just by showing her like three, four times a game. I think they should have a dedicated Taylor Swift camera. Just keep her in like the lower right corner of the screen and boost right. their ratings. Like if she's drinking, picking her nose, then we can get all, you know, because we all do things, get up, go to the bathroom 15 times like most people do. Well, you have it on a, a delay. Game. Have it on a delay. Oh, you no. can, they can dump out. I want to see it warts and all. But this whole, how many times you think they'll say, I couldn't care less. I don't care. And I really, truly don't. It's all about the game. I think Joe Buck really gives a bleep, but it's got to be part of the narrative. And tonight it's Al Michaels. Get off my lawn, Al Michaels, who's more curmudgeon than I am right now. Actually, I've changed my mind. I hope she's there so he has to deal with it. Can this guy catch a break? <laughs> I mean, when was the last time there was a good Thursday night football matchup? Uh, what was last week? I can't even remember. That, no, last week was the worst. The Bears and uh, Commanders. Oh, well, it was great if you're a DJ Moore, Justin Fields fan, because that turned out to be an epic performance. Anyway, tonight's game, Kansas City minus 10 and a half. Vinny's not here, but he's picking Kansas City. Nolan, it's your second. Yeah, no, second. Uh, no need to go out on a limb here. Uh, Kelsey or not, the Chiefs should dominate here. Now, Sunday, first game is our game, 930. Ravens take it on Tennessee at Tottenham, Hotspur Stadium. Remember, we're at Baltimore. We're at the Baltimore Game Man Censored pregame show. We're at Maryland Live Sports and Social Pint Pancakes Picks Game. We start at six. Me and Ken Wyman taking you through till kickoff, and then Vinny and Tim Barbalace and Cordell and Melissa Kim. A big old party going on early time. But the Ravens four point favorites in that game. We'll do our picks tomorrow. Speaking of the Commanders, they're at Atlanta taking on the Falcons. Atlanta minus two and a half. Minnesota's at the Bears minus two and a half. Hey, Fields has shown a pulse. That offense has been cooking for Chicago last couple of weeks here. Seahawks at Cincinnati. Trap game at home for the Bengals. Seahawks have won three in a row, two and O on the road. 49ers at Cleveland. Deshaun Watson has not practiced that's why the spread's going up a point and a half last couple of days. 49ers 5-0 and on the year. Carolina 0-5 at Miami. Dolphins minus 13 and a half. That's a hefty spread. Colts at Jacksonville. Anthony Richardson placed on IR. Jonathan Taylor came back, got his money, and then Zach Moss rushed for 160 yards. Kind of defeated the purpose of giving him all that cash, I would say. But Jags beating Buffalo. Over in London, they're four-point favorites there. New Orleans against Houston. Texans getting a point and a half at home. C.J. Stroud probably jinxing him yet to throw a pick on the year. The rookie out of Ohio State. New England at the Raiders, Nolan. And we talked about this earlier. Mac Jones has been bad. He's been benched two weeks in a row. Josh McDaniels was his O.C. His rookie year in uh, New England. Raiders coming off a win. Patriots with news coming out this week from The Athletic that Bill Belichick not above getting whack attacked if necessary by Robert Kraft. I think it would be interesting if they just took the GM title away from him. Stick to the coaching, 
We'll trust you there. Your resume is unprecedented in that department. But the GM stuff, a lot more questionable. Uh, roster composition, offensively especially, leaves a lot to be desired. Cardinals are at the Rams, L.A. minus 7. Phillies at the Jets. The fraudulent Phillies, as Q called them, or fraudulent Philly Eagles, as Q called them a couple of days ago. Seven-point favorites against uh, the New York team that beat Denver last week. Lions taking on the Buccaneers, and I we have TVs on. It looks like Tampa's wearing the old-school uh, creamsicle uniforms this week. Should just be the permanent home uniform. Oh, it's too that. good. Yeah, they are sweet uniforms going back to their inception back in 76. Detroit, by the way, who's coming to Baltimore next week. Three and a half point favorites. Giants at Buffalo. Josh Allen was running hot because Diggs was running hot and everyone assumed it was that Diggs was running hot at Josh Allen. I don't know how Diggs could be running hot at Josh Allen. The guy gets 10 targets, 100 yards, touchdown a week. Josh Allen's like, look, I'm sick of hearing it. He was, he was mad at himself. I don't necessarily believe it, but still. Why would he be running out? They had two receivers with over 100 yards and a touchdown last week. You encounter certain people in your life, they always seem to be mad. Somehow, some people just operate that way. Well, there was an old L.A. gun song from way back when. It was called Never Enough. Maybe with Stefan Diggs, it's, it's never enough. Anyway, Buffalo minus 14. Something tells me he'll have a good game, too. And then Dallas at the Chargers. Cowboys got embarrassed last week by the 49ers. Chargers just, well, they're, they're, it's a thing. It's chargery. And they're getting two points at home against the Dallas team that just got blown out. So that's your schedule. Week six, Green Bay Steelers have buys. Speaking of football, NFL lunch coming up next with Mike Harmon. Fox Sports Radio talk real and fantasy with him. We'll do a fun house trip with Nolan McGraw. Inside access coming up at 2 o'clock. We got Mike Loxley coming up later tonight. And we got Thursday night football. Kansas City hosting Denver. If you're looking for Philadelphia and Atlanta, that's on our sister station, AM 1300. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase. Purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan.
Top Phoenix of football. It's NFL lunch, as you heard. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fair. Bob Haney with you. Vinny's off today. Nolan McGraw's on the other side of the glass. Let's get right to it. He's with Fox Sports Radio, SwollenDome.com. I Want Your Flex is one of his many podcasts. He's our friend and yours. He's on the WGK Law guest hotline. He is Mike Harmon. Mike, what is up? What's going on, brother? Uh, how you guys feeling out there? My heart broke a little bit. And then I watched uh, all the people in my greater Los Angeles uh, friend group. Uh, let's just say uh, there was a big bit of a meltdown last night. So it's been a really weird 48 hours. Well, for us, you know, very disappointing end to the season. Nobody wants to get broomed. And you don't want to get blown out in the last two games. But surprising a lot of people to get there. The talent is young. It's controllable for the most part. So we're expecting a nice little run. But to your point about out there in L.A., la la land, this is another early meltdown. You know, I know the narrative is the playoffs aren't fair, blah, blah, blah. Houston, I don't hear Dusty Baker crying today, by the way. But what about in L.A.? Somebody's going to have to pay uh, sooner or later, is Dave Roberts a guy on thin ice, or is it just uh, you know all things uh, straight ahead? And we'll bring in Shohei Otani, and we'll show him next year. Yeah, I think uh, obviously everything pivoted to Otani, and you can go through the Dodgers season, and you know certainly we we analyzed it different, living here and, and being immersed in it day to day. You know, for the regular season, it's kind of like the Bill Belichick argument, right? Last year, I would argue from a coaching standpoint one of his finer coaching jobs. Because if you looked at that 53-man roster on day one and you said, find me the playmakers, well, you have two guys on defense and a giant question mark next to Mac Jones. That's it, right? And yet they still were creeping around 500 at the end of the year. For Dave Roberts, with everything that went on from, all right, Trevor Bauer's gone, he's in Japan, and circumstances are what they are. We'll push that aside for a longer uh, conversation another time. Julio Arias, who's supposed to be either your ace or your number two, he's got to go away for domestic violence issues. You've got Dustin May, who's probably not coming back again till the end of next year, if he comes back at all, and you were banking on big innings for him. Walker Bueller's gone. And so it becomes this pull-the-string mixing and matching of uh, relievers to get to 100 wins, and you know, from there, everybody that looked at the roster and thought, oh, I'm going to run through the playoffs because this is how it works. Like, no, eventually someone's got to be able to eat an inning. And then going to Lance Lynn and everybody, oh, he gave up home runs. Like, that's what he does, right? It's the old fable of the, uh, what, what is it, the snake that's on the back or the scorpion, depending on how you heard it, uh, getting a ride across as the uh, the river rises. And in the middle of it, he, he bites them and they both die and it's like well what'd you expect as they sink to the bottom i'm a snake i'm a scorpion <laughs> right <laughs> hey, Lance Lynn's gonna give up home runs Mookie Betts and freddie green can't go one for 21 that was a very uh greg roman like uh analogy there but anyway since you brought up the patriots as we tried to steal Heyman's bit as we transition to the NFL, and and you mentioned, uh, you know, the job that Belichick did last year, where the playmakers, giant question mark next to Mac Jones, isn't that kind of the exact same thing they're dealing with this year? And it's starting to come back, no, no pun intended, bite them? No, that's just it, right? With the, you, you would have at least thought with the year of experience, Mac Jones bringing back Bill O'Brien, 
And while you spent, like, this is the old Cubs thing, right? I'm just grabbing all sports together and giving them a big hug right now. It's like, people would say, well, what did they do? It's like, if you actually look at the money they spent, they spent money. They just spent it terribly, right? This week he had to field uh, all sorts of questions about why is Jacoby Myers dominating for the Raiders and you've got Juju Smith-Schuster that can't get separation and has the knee that we keep hearing could blow up at any time, right? And, and you just go on down the line with bad signings in terms of skill position. Bill GM should have been fired a long time ago, right? That should have been the come-to-Jesus moment back when Brady was deciding whether he was going to leave town or not. There should have been a meeting to say, hey, if Bill gives up this and we actually get someone in as a GM – then, you know, we can move forward with this because I need someone else picking the groceries at this point. I can't save us forever. And we've watched it for several years. You're good enough to get to 500, but you don't have enough offensive firepower to compete. And now that the rest of the AFC East got much better, even the uh, Jets, which uh, I'll deny it if you try to bring it up to Smith, um, even even the, the Jets, 1-53, to 53, are better than where they are right now. So you've lost in the division – let alone the fact that you're trying to keep pace with the rest of an NFC or AFC that got much better as well. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, SwollenDome.com. I Want Your Flex is the podcast. Mike, before we get to the fantasy stuff here, starting week six, you got Dallas at the Chargers coming up Monday night. Who's the more overrated of the high payroll talented teams? But talent doesn't always translate right now. Well, I mean, if we're going to go through those uh... – two things, then, uh, you know, it's the Cowboys, right? We talked about it last week. I mean, coming into that game, you could say bum slayers. And I guess you could argue to a degree with the 49ers, their schedule had been quote unquote soft, but they, they went out and dominated, right? With, with the Cowboys, there were still what, even with the final scores, there were still some questions of, all right, this doesn't look right. This doesn't feel right. And now you've got everybody trying to give CD lamb a big hug and all this stuff, except for Richard Sherman, of course. But it's the, the kind of thing that, you know, moving forward for the, the Chargers, it, it's really all about, all right, is Staley going to sabotage you? And how much more is the injury bug going to bite you? As you well know, they're in Baltimore, right? Your teams I've linked together for the last couple of years because of um, training uh, and, and just the ability to get on the field. Also, that course, says he's 99%. People I know uh, around – the building that I have had some knowledge, like, yeah, given the givens, I might lean to the 1%, which was kind of interesting to hear. <laughs> All right, Mike, let's get to it. Fantasy football week six. You got daily fantasy for tonight. If you're going that route and the big picture stuff over the weekend, our stars and our scrubs for this weekend's NFL fun. All right. A lot of the stars are your usual suspects. Uh, maybe a little more uh, love for, uh, for Bijan Robinson and, and on the other side, maybe a little, little bit of Brian Robinson uh, as we go through. Uh, Eckler does come back in at the top 10 for that Monday night affair. Uh, I just did a ton of money in the guillotine league for Justin Herbert, so he better perform and shut Maybe they can wear a blank Dallas shirt and he can get all out of sorts instead of playing football uh, again. Oh, did I just do that? Uh, I'll do it again. Uh, I did Pacheco for Kansas City uh, tonight, uh, a big-time play. And for daily fantasy purposes, with Travis Kelsey a little bit back, now, go back to the opener. That was great. Popped up on radar. Only three catches for 31 yards in that game. Uh, but, you know, Swift's going to be in the building. I mean, it took us 10 minutes, but I got there. Um, and so 
they'll, they'll show out. I think this is your offensive. Yeah, we're having some uh, technical difficulties there with Mike Carmen from Fox Sports Radio, SwollenDome.com. He's always our friend. And I did get him the hat, Nolan. But I waited to buy it yesterday because cause the Orioles got eliminated. They're like 30% off. You know what I'm saying? I'm frugal. When it comes to beer and baseball hats, we'll come back, take a trip through the funhouse. Inside access takes over it too. Thursday night football tonight on the fan. Kansas City hosting Denver. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Benny and Haiti, put your headphones in and ignore your co-workers. 105.7 The Fan. Ah, total request Thursday, little VH. Real Van Halen on the way out the door. Dance the night away, everybody. You can dance. Just do it. Do what you got to do. Well, we've been asking all day, Nolan, for people to vote for Featured Artist Friday. And we're at that time of the show where the reveal is coming your way. So starting tomorrow, more like 10, 15-ish, who we jam it to at the request of the people. Well, we're going back to the well on this one. I, I 
very certain this has been a featured artist in the past, but it's an oldie, it's a goodie. We're going with Rush tomorrow. Rush is fine. Rush is Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. Rush has no shortage of songs to choose from, and we're going to jam to the three-man band from Canada coming up tomorrow. Pulling out a quick stat for the Ravens and Titans, both right now have negative turnover differentials, so maybe that could be an issue here. Starting 9.30 on Sunday, Ravens four-point favorites in that ball game. Atlanta, the the Braves trying to avoid elimination tonight against the Phillies, who are looking to advance to the NLCS, where the Arizona Diamondbacks are going to be waiting for that. ALCS is set. It's the Battle of Texas. Get ready for that. You ready for that, Nolan? Houston and Texas. Be great if... if, uh, DeGrom and Scherzer were healthy. Be like $500 million worth of pitchers out there. I remember a buyer-sell a couple months back, or at least a month back, asking you if uh, they would go head-to-head in the playoffs. Their teams are going head-to-head, but no guarantees they'll be healthy. Scherzer was throwing, doing a little mm-hmm. side stuff before the Orioles series, so who knows. But the, the Astros, seven straight league championship series appearances. How about that? And, hey, if I was building a team or, you know, I was in charge of, you know, payroll for a team, I'd try to be like them, right? I'd try to be like the team that's had the most success in the American League over the last decade. Yeah, and they drafted Correa, lost him. They drafted Springer, lost him. I mean, Bregman's a homegrown guy. What they've done is with their Keedy and and Valdez, they've just been able to reload in that rotation Mm -hmm. there. For sure. And they've gone out. Altuve's a homegrown guy. He was like uh, Mullins and Mountcastle and Santander and Hayes. Because when he first came up, they were getting destroyed. And he went through all of that. Look, I know they got the cheating scandal. That was very real. That they still take heat for. But, you know, a Tucker's a homegrown guy for them. You got to mix and match, I guess. They really are and, and really should be the model. And I made that joke about... You know, Angelos mentioning the Rays as the model for the Orioles. Get, Orioles can drive much but higher than that. Yeah. You look at the Astros. I mean, it, they haven't paid everyone, like you said. They know when to let certain guys walk. They know when to let or keep certain guys in house. All their trades have been very savvy, picking up key cheap free agents to fill out the roster here and there. Good role player guys. That's just the absolute model of success. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fed, Bob Haney, Nolan McGraw. Inside Access coming up next. Let's go to that fun house. Quick Draws Funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. You're asking the people, is this Sunday a must-win yes. game for the Ravens? Chris is checking in here. He says, uh, I don't think it's a must-win. I would call it a better win, as in, you better win this game. It's an important game with a capital I, because if you lose, you're back to 500, and you've lost three of your last four games with a team 4-1 and one coming to town next week in Detroit. 
And then I believe it's Arizona after that. And then the division stuff starts to circle back here a little bit. Right. And throw in all the tough matchups in December. Jacksonville on the road. 49ers on the road. You're going to play Miami again. Some daunting games down the stretch. Got to stack wins now. And the Ravens are favored in this game. And they were favored last week. They were favored against the Colts. It would be three losses as the favorite team as well. Uh, this one here from Doug says, to me, or in my opinion, John Means probably would have been a good fit to start game two. Nothing really against Grayson, but having a lefty starter there uh, at Camden Yards before you travel out to Texas probably would have been the play for me. Well, it's a moot point because he wasn't even on the roster, but as we played the cut from Brandon Hyde, he said would have started one of these games. I'm going to guess it would have been game three. Say you're down 0-2. Do you want Grayson, who was one of the best pitchers in the American League, to get that one? But, again, doesn't really matter because his elbow was sore and he wasn't on the roster. Well, you knew these texts were going to start filing in. We already heard that Brandon Hyde should be fired, but now all the names of who they should hire in his place are going to start popping up. And as you would expect here, Derek... Chiming in, says the Orioles need a manager with winning playoff experience to lead this team. I would hire Joe Girardi. How many times has he been fired? Three? No. Pass. And this is a guy whose reputation is one that doesn't get along with young players. Pass. Yeah, he couldn't lead this Phillies team. Nah, no way. He got cut, uh, fired middle last year. Absolutely not. Uh, this one here from Eric in Bel Air says everyone needs to come to grips with reality. The Orioles aren't going to spend big money on any free agent or any of their established in-house players. John Angelos only cares about minimizing expenses, maximizing his profits. Elias will have to continue working miracles. Well, that might be half true. Sooner or later, they're going to have to write a check, but I harken back. To a comment that Angelos made, wasn't it to the New York Post or New York Times, excuse me, where he basically said, enjoy it while it lasts because we can't afford to pay all these guys. Unless you want to pay $50 for a hot dog. Yeah, it's almost that. Now, here's my word of advice to John Angelos. Shut up. Let the baseball people do the talking. And we'll get one last one here. Texter says, in terms of weighing the success of the Orioles this season, I would say it was absolutely a huge success. My son, who's nine years old, is now a full-fledged hardcore Orioles fan because of what the team did this year. For me, that's worth more than a World Series, although that would have been amazing as well. And it's crazy that it's like that. You know, I was Oriole fan since birth. Now, people have to be taught to be Oriole fans because things were so bad for so long. Now, were you a fan since birth or did you need uh, 2012 to, to really in there? Well, both are true, I right. think. And I, I, that's why I read the text there and that, you know, I was older than nine years old in 2012, but you need that first team to fall in love with. Yeah. Sure, you know, through the bad years, you can fall in love with a certain player. Growing up, Brian Roberts was probably that B-Rob. guy for everyone my age. Uh, even Mark Hakis is probably a little bit early in his career. But you need that first good team that makes you fall in love with baseball. Well, this was one for a lot of people, and I'm glad that you got to experience it. And hopefully we get to experience a lot more of it 
in the near future. Well, how about where the rebuild's over? Now it's about loading up even more so to compete in the American League. That's going to do it for us inside access. Coming up next for Nolan McGraw, I'm Bob Haney. Stay safe, stay healthy. Enjoy the rest of your Total Request Thursday. For now, class dismissed. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.